you know, like you think you're independent and you think you can do, oh, I can do this myself. Okay, do you want to cheers? Oh, cheers, absolutely. Cheers. Cheers, salud, salud, salud. What's up, y'all? Thank you for clicking on today's episode. I'm your host, Trina, and you're listening to Let's Just Enjoy This. And today, we are with Jake. Hi, Jake. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the studio. We've been setting up, guys, for like 30 minutes now, so it's go time. You have about 15 minutes of just me complaining. (laughs) Never, never that. Today's episode is great. We're going to talk to Jake about feet. Oh, yeah. Something I'm sure you just love talking about. Absolutely. <laughs> it's my favorite topic. Yes. Jake was on a TV show called... My, my Feet Are Killing Me. That's what I thought. Okay. My Feet Are Killing Me on TLC. Yes. It just aired... Do you remember the date? Uh, no. I think it was like a... It was October? Yeah. Late September, early October, something like that. Somewhere around there. Maybe yeah. we'll throw it in the description when we figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, we'll he just out. recorded an episode and... Um, didn't just record it. Yeah. yeah. That was a long Yeah, actually, ago. when did you record that? Um. So do you want me to start from the beginning? You know what? Let's just yeah. dive into Jake's story really quick <laughs> and let's just, let's just get into this. Yes. All right. So my wife and I are sitting on the, the couch watching some trashy TV on right. TLC, of course. Um. And all of a sudden we get this commercial like, you know, hey, welcome to My Feet Are Killing Me. And they show all these people that, you know, they have terrible feet problems and the doctor helps them, blah, blah, blah. And my wife says, we both look at each other and we say, yeah, I should be on that show. Yeah. And we can go into that story (laughs) of why I needed to go on the show in a bit, but. Um, kind of the experience of how I got on the show. I'll kind of start with that. Okay. Um, so the very next day, of course, my wife being my wife, immediately finds the casting director. Finds the casting agency, the casting director, figures it out. We send him an email of my a picture of my feet and my story, and I get a call about 30 minutes later casting director is like yep we need to we need to get you on camera 30 minutes later yeah 30 minutes later wow um apparently he just th- thought i was handsome i don't know <laughs> um <clears throat> so 30 minutes later uh he's like yep let's set this up uh so for the next i think it was like two days later we had a casting casting call so basically what they do on the show is they record a miniature episode okay so they record like a a 15 minute interview basically of the people they show them their feet they show them pictures of themselves and for every single person that goes on the show they pitch it to tlc okay i said this is the person so they don't technically work for tlc no they're okay they're independent So it's just like, think about it like a really tiny Warner Brothers, right? Warner Brothers doesn't work for NBC, but they have shows on NBC. Okay. So, or actually, that better 
Warner Brothers and Fox. Because like, Warner Brothers always does Fox shows for some reason. Uh, <laughs> but think of it as like a tiny of that. So okay. there's this tiny uh, little production agency and they do uh, Naked and Afraid. Oh, okay. Um, they do... I think they do a couple others. I think they used to do Dr. Pool, the the veterinarian. Oh, he's in Claire, Michigan. It's a great show. Um, I don't know where he's from, like Sweden or something, but he's fantastic. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so, you know, they, they just make a bunch of small reality shows. Okay. And so basically they take that show they sold them the show and then for every episode they have to sell the episodes okay so we record this um you know and and the entire interview is basically this cut stop like it's like okay you know i liked your answer there but can you you know can you go a little more on this like so if i said hey how was your day today and you said Oh, it was good. I went to the bank and I, uh, I, you know, put my deposit down and then uh, I got some coffee. And you're like, okay, we really liked the part about the coffee. So can we kind of yeah. feed it off of that? So they would say, all right, can you elaborate more on the coffee? You know, like how did that, how did that coffee make you feel? Right. Okay. Uh, and I and I bet that coffee really got you jittery, right? And so tell them, you know, tell us about that. So that's sort of how the introduction went. Um, so they pitched it. Um, a couple weeks later, um, obviously, this is that was late 2019. We're now coming into lockdown, right? Oh right. Oh. Shit. So yeah. So we're we're coming into this. Uh, unknown time where you know we have the coronavirus and everything like that so now I'm told I'm going to be on the show late 2019 it's just a matter of basically when yeah um, they had some production layovers and then lockdown happened Wow. so the first day of I, I remember it was the first day of um austin's lockdown okay yeah because our friends and i our friends and my wife and i we rented a house the day before lockdown oh. occurred we rented a house because we heard it, that it was going into lockdown okay so we rented a airbnb out in bear creek nice um pool hot tub real cool place how long did you rent it for? Uh, just, I think, four days. Okay. So I think we, we went on there on Wednesday and we left on Sunday. Great time. But uh, I had the day off on Friday and my interview was on Friday at like 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock, like Friday at the Airbnb? Well, it's just a, it's over the phone with the doctor. Okay. So the doctor wants to talk to you, ask you, you know, like they already have the x-rays and everything by now. Um, oh yeah. I skipped that part. They ordered x-rays. They ordered, um, all this stuff like physicals and everything like that. And they sent it over to him. Is the doctor that 
talk to you. Is that the same doctor that was actually on the show? On yes, your episode? Dr. Ebony. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I did not bring a, a glass that was like easily drinkable. I just Do I, I got it because it was... Do I need to get you a glass? No, I just got it. I, I, I brought this because I wanted the biggest drink possible. <laughs> and that was my biggest cup. Um, so yeah, I talked to Dr. Ebony on the phone. We talked. We discussed the surgery of like what she would do. Um, do I want to do both feet? Do I want to do um, just one foot? Um, do I want to do all the toes? Uh, I think we need to talk about your feet. Okay. Well, let's... Do you want to finish this or do you want That's, to rewind and we'll come back either to the way, interview? Either All way. Because right. now like it's like interesting. Like, what the hell is wrong with his feet? <laughs> <laughs> we had to watch a TV show. Come on. You got to watch I, the show, guys. Go we're, on, gonna, I didn't, we're gonna tell you the answers. I'll be honest with you. I went on all this TV show thinking the show's gonna be canceled. And I was oh, just wow. gonna get a free surgery and I'd never be on TV. So you never thought you were gonna be aired? Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't I, I thought I was like, there's no way this show can last three seasons. But, you know, TLC bought it. So, um, yeah, they're going to air it, right? They aired it. Yeah, they aired it. Um, All right, so let's rewind. Let's come back to Bear Creek. But uh, so I am am right now 39 years old. So at the time, I was 37 when this adventure started. Yeah. Rewind till I was about 24 years old. I was a restaurant manager and always on my feet, always, you know, walking around, always. I mean, I, I worked 65 hours at a restaurant Jeez. all the time. That was, that was a normal week. Um, <clears throat> one day I woke up and my middle toe was swollen, like visibly swollen, yeah. like hard to touch. But not like broken, just like you ever got bit by a, a bee or something in in a a digit like a toe or a yeah. finger, and it, it's just swollen and it's like you can't move it properly. Yep. Like yeah, that. that's exactly how it felt. Uh, so I was like, I know I didn't break it, but like what what's wrong with it? So I uh you know obviously I googled it um just the one toe just the one toe it was very strange so just the one toe um went to the doctor even they're like it's most likely just a broken toe so um there's nothing we can really do about it so you can wear this splint and we can give you this ibuprofen all right you know no problem and so i was like hey you know i'm i need to stay off my feet a little bit so if i could you know, get a couple of days off. It'd be just fine. So burned up some vacation time. And by the time I had to come back to work, it had spread into three different toes. Jeez. So my big toe on my right foot and my big toe on my left foot. So obviously by then I am very concerned and I have been yeah. to the doctor at least three times. And before that, your, um, your feet were perfect before this. Yeah, they were perfectly fine. I mean, they weren't perfect. They were right. feet, right? They are just normal feet. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't getting a foot modeling gig or anything. <laughs> right. I, you know, 
uh, who who would hire for, like a Neutrogena wasn't knocking at my door right. saying hey we really need your feet for we this love your but feet. they they were perfectly fine they're normal they didn't hurt right they didn't hurt I bent them I could I could you know, pick things up with my toes things like that perfectly normal um so a week has gone by and it's already spread to three toes. I have been to the doctor multiple times. I have been given a lot of pills. So I don't like, uh, this is actually where I discovered I really don't like taking painkillers. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an idea I didn't like taking them before. Right. Um, but this is when I really learned I, I hated it. Um, it just wasn't for me. So I got prescribed a lot of painkillers, but no answers. Yeah. Um, got sent to a podiatrist. He tested me for gout. At the same time, he gave me gout medicine. And says, it's got to be gout. My uric acid levels, which I don't know if you know anything about gout. Gout Absolutely is a, gout is a, um, a buildup of uric acid in your joints. Usually occurs in your big toes. So it made sense, right? Okay. Um, but at the same time, uric acid levels have to be high for it to flare up. My uric acid levels were actually low, but he continued with the medication. So he said, oh, it'll clear up after a while. I waited a month taking that medicine. Nothing happened. Um, kept going. I went back to my family practice doctor. Um, nothing. I could not figure out anything. I kept getting, you know, obviously prescribed more medicine, medication, uh, painkillers, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and also got diagnosed with plantar fasciitis, which made zero sense because I had no pain in my my heel or the uh, arch of my foot. Right. Um, also got prescribed or diagnosed with bone spurs. Oh, wow. Which I also had zero pain, again, in my heel. But... They're yeah. just, like, trying to give you an answer. but it's... They're trying to give me an answer, but they're yeah. not... They're obviously not doing a good job. Um, so a year has gone by. I am basically struggling to get through shifts. Um, I've burnt every ounce of my vacation time. I have, I, I've just, I'm on the ropes. I'm working like two days a week, like barely paying bills. Um, feet just throbbing all the time. Uh, extremely hot and painful Mm -hmm. Are you taking the pain meds during this whole time? I, I, I get, so I get sick. If I, if I take Vicodin, if I take codeine or anything well codeine's not that bad but it's always the Tylenol with codeine and that I feel like the Tylenol ends up making me sick um off record I sold a lot of my Vicodin because there is a major market <laughs> for... totally on the record I know but um well I mean, who's, I mean are they gonna do, com- who, who are they gonna do come <laughs> find me I think the statute of limitations has got to pass <laughs> I'm almost 40 now. Like, this is 15 years ago. Yeah, you're right. He's safe, everyone. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I'm not taking any pain medicine. Um, you know, p- 
popping like ibuprofen. Um, so a year goes by. I've you know basically had a, a mental breakdown yeah. at my family doctor. I was like, I I don't know what else to do. You guys just aren't figuring this out, and you're not. Like, I'm here every other week, and you just don't care. And so finally, I don't know what dawned on him, um, but he prescribed me to a rheumatologist, which is an arthritis doctor, a joint doctor. Um, I had a, a meeting with that guy. I'd say like 15 minutes later, he was like, hey, uh, we think you have rheumatoid arthritis. Um, there are hundreds of different types of arthritis um, commonly classified um, into buckets like rheumatoid um, osteo things like that mm-hmm. um, so and there's no cure for arthritis but they have all these different types but anyway he was like you have it we can test you and figure out the exact type but they all have the same treatment plan so I was like all right I mean, I, I just, I just want something. Yeah. Just give me, give me something. Um. He gave me what's called methotrexate, which is a uh, immune suppressant. Um, naproxen sodium, which is just a leave, um, and non-steroid anti-inflammatory, um, high dose, and then uh, prednisone. And. I would say within a week, you can just tell everything's getting better. Interesting. And none of that but, made you sick, right? None of those pills. Mm, oh, yeah. It made me, definitely made me sick. Jeez. Um, so, so crazy. So I was on that for about six months. Um, severe depression at this point um, because I'm always sick. I always feel sick. Yeah. I feel horrible. Are I can't, you single at this point? Or are you with Allison? Yeah, I'm definitely single. You're single. No one would okay. ever... <laughs> ever hang out with me at this point because so i were am, like hated life i am a bitter bastard at this point and you have all this medical debt you're barely working yeah i have i have well i had no medical debt which is funny because that's the only bill i paid uh, <laughs> but i have a lot of credit card debt right. um, <laughs> i have a lot of credit card debt um i work yeah at that time i i now work a a minimum wage job at a gas station um are you still standing yeah i mean because but it was night shift so no one comes in so i would just sit on a stool oh, okay uh, so i i had a lot less standing than when i worked at restaurants um yeah. and then um so about a year goes by um taking this medicine always sick always tired um i get a job at a hotel um, as a front desk manager, um, lots of sitting involved. Great job for me. <laughs> You're like, can I sit? Yeah. Yes. Oh, do yeah, I well, yeah. They don't want you to stand. Like, <laughs> um, great job for me. It was perfect. And at that time, I decided, you know what? I'm going to go back to school because I can't keep doing this. Um, obviously, I'm never going back to restaurants. Yeah. It's just too difficult. But you're still in constant pain. Yeah, I'm in constant pain. All right. So basically, all right. If your if your fingers are cold or your fingers hurt, what do you do? You move them. Well, you right? you ball them up in a fist yeah. and you you clench them, right? So basically, what my toes were doing the same thing. They were clenching, 
and then my big toe was trying to protect them okay. by wrapping themselves around it. Well, it's great with your hands because, you know. It's a fist. Yeah, it's just a fist. And, you know, eventually, obviously, your fingers would, you know, kind of be stiff and yeah, you couldn't yeah. move them out. The difference between your toes, your toes do the same exact thing, ball up, but your entire weight of your body is on them. So they dislocate. They dislocate, they break. Um, so basically what happened is on my right foot, um, I had a severe bunion and a full dislocation of my big toe. Uh, it healed that way. Um, my f first, second, and third digit um, so basically middle toe and the two next to it, mm -hmm. um, dislocated as well, hammered, uh, and hammers when, um, the joint seizes, um, in a bent pattern. Dang. Um, and then they settled on top of the metatarsal. So the metatarsal are the long ones that make up your foot and make up your hand. Okay. Um, phalanges are the, the ones that on top of this so the phalanges yeah so the phalanges <laughs> actually dislocated and went on top of the metatarsal so i was actually when i was walking i was not walking on my toes i was walking on my metatarsals so the middle metatarsal so if you press your palm down most of the time you will touch you can actually feel your metatarsal pushing down so try not to push your like your finger but you can actually feel that. So mine were dislocated and actually pushing down. So all the uh, padding on the ball of my foot pretty much wore out and it was just bone um, on a callus. Um, left foot was better shape, but not too bad. Um, big toe just had severe, um, had a, a slight uh, bunion uh, not not dislocated like the other one. So it um, went into both feet. Like your yeah. left foot started at the same time when like you got diagnosed with arthritis, or is it like? So yeah, so I would say after week one, it was in the big toe of my left foot, Jeez. but my right foot some for some reason got the the worst of it. <clears throat> so that's kind of um, oh uh, I'll continue that part. Um, <laughs> So, uh, I go take this job as um, working at a hotel, right. um, start back and going back to school, um, and start reading a lot about, um, like, so I, I'm taking a lot of anti-inflammatories, and anti-inflammatories that are just destroying my stomach, Jeez. and just destroying me. Uh, and methotrexate also is a, just a terrible drug, um, because you have to take a blood test every month to make sure it's not destroying your kidneys and liver. So if that, if, if that tells you anything, right. <laughs> um, it's not a great drug and it's yeah. not like a, a solve for my issue. It's just a, a, f a temporary fix. Um, so I needed to get off of that. So I thought, I'll just look online and try to find as many anti-inflammatory things as possible. Mm -hmm. um, so I cut out a lot of things and tried to figure out what I felt, you know, gave me the most inflammation. And um, 
you know, and, and it changes from time to time, but for like the most part, I just, or? yeah, food, mostly okay. just food. Okay. Um, yeah. I wouldn't care if alcohol did. <laughs> I'm like, still ah. drinking. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, yeah. So I, I, I really had to figure it out because I couldn't continue taking the methotrexate. It was just, it was so hard on me. Um, and then the long-term prednisone, uh, every time I go outside in the sun, I'd get burned because it dries your skin out. So, wow. um, so prednisone dries your skin out. So if you're ever taking a, like a steroid, like if you get stung by a bee or something like that, yeah. um, make sure you wear sunscreen and, and a lot of lotion because it actually fun does. Fact, guys. It, yeah. Fun fact. Um, yeah, it just it just dries your skin right out and you get burnt immediately. Um, especially long term. I was on it for two years at this point. Um, so yeah, I started working at this hotel. Um, I'm my feet are feeling a lot better because I'm not on them yeah. at all. Um, you know, every once in a while I'd had to walk across the the motel and, you know, like give someone towels or something like that. But yeah. it wasn't anything like I was doing. So is it like a thing where like you're literally thinking about it all the time, or is it like you kind of got used to the pain? So, I, you know, I, I don't I don't consider myself like I don't consider it that I have a high tolerance for pain. Um, but I feel like I did what I had to do to adapt. Yeah. And so now basically. Uh. Like I can probably get stabbed and probably just just walk away, yeah. being like, "Oh, that hurt," but like I'm fine. I'm not gonna cry. Um, I might cry later, um, yeah. but yeah. So my tolerance for pain just, I think, really went up, and just it was just, you know, dealing with it for as long as I did untreated. Yeah, um, <clears throat> was hard. So. So even, like, yeah. like the thought of I gotta go give this person towels is that like I gotta get up and walk? Oh yeah, his yeah. Feet? It was definitely. Like, uh, it was like a, I don't want to take those steps. Yeah, at, at at that point, you know, like, you know, yes, I mean, obviously, like it was inconveniencing for me, but at the same time, it was like it was much better than than it was before. Yeah. So did you know everything was like broken and like? No, dislocated no. you're just like it just I, freaking hurts it's, it's funny because so i knew that like they had been messed up but yeah i just always ignored them because they hurt all the time like i would just i don't want to touch them because they would actually hurt to the touch yeah so i didn't like look at them a lot i didn't like compare them and like oh look at that oh my toes um obviously i would cut my toenails i'm not disgusting <laughs> but uh i just would never really i guess i never really noticed um and then one day i was barefoot i don't remember why never you're never barefoot never barefoot uh still to this day just never um and my grandma stops by and and i open the door and she, the first words out of her mouth is oh my god jacob your feet <laughs> and i was just like good to see you too right like rude yeah rude <laughs> um 
and and I guess I just didn't notice it. Like I didn't I didn't I didn't think about it, but they're so deformed at this point that like my grandma's concerned. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is a woman who's had bunion surgery like four yeah. times. Are they like wearing... red? Like they're just like not the same color as skin. They're just like Oh yeah, no, they are. I mean, they're normal color. Oh well, yeah, they're I mean, all the joints are definitely red yeah. um, from swelling and um, you know, you know, arthritis is a fuck uh, a weird drug, yeah, or a weird uh, disease where it just makes the joint so big that this, but the skin around it's like, no, we're fine. Um, we're just gonna turn really red. <laughs> so yeah, the. Uh, the joints are are red, but like they're just you know normal color at that time. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's when it really dawned on me that hey, these don't look normal anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually funny. I was cleaning out. Um, it was like a couple a couple days later. I was cleaning out uh, some old old clothes I had. Um, I lost a lot of weight from being on that drug because I was always sick. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to get rid of some of these fat people clothes. Um, I could use them now, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I came across this pair of sandals I had, um, you know, 1990s, you know, couple straps they're probably cool now. Uh, they probably right, look they're like, back. They're, they're probably back. Yeah. They're probably back now, but, um, I was like, oh, my sandals. And I, I never really wore them often, but, you know, it's like if you go to the beach or something, it's yeah, nice to have. Put, um, put them on, and I noticed that I could barely see my big toe on my my right foot because it was so bent over yeah. to the, the right um, that I couldn't even wear those sandals anymore. I was just like, what is going on? Um, but, yeah, that's when it really dawned on me that those were really um, quite fucked up and I needed Need yeah. surgery, and that's probably why they hurt so bad now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I thought about it, and I was like, "Well, that's probably why they hurt so bad." But um, the thought of going to another doctor was just no. Um, they, I mean, they basically, in my opinion, they were incompetent the entire time I was trying to get diagnosed, yeah. and and now I'm like, why would I want to go back? So when you went to the arthritis doctor, he gave you all the meds, and then you just kind of like stopped going. Yeah, well, so you know, you do the the test every month, and you go get your blood drawn, and they test your liver enzymes, and and you meet like a hundred trainee phlebotomists or whatever they're called. Um, I don't remember what they're called. The people who draw blood. Oh right. right. Um, so you meet every trainee in the world who has no idea how to do anything. Um, and, and you're, you know, you're, you have track marks that look like you're a, a crack addict. Um, you've been on long-term heroin. Um, you just get kind of tired of it. So, um, yeah. So back to my, my testing of diet. Um, I read, uh, an article by a man named Dave Asprey. Um, it was the Bulletproof Diet. You might know from Bulletproof Coffee. Oh, wow. All okay. right. So he had a, an article about the Bulletproof Diet, and it was, uh, but it was before the book came out. So there's a book 
And then there's an article he wrote. I think it was just on his website or something like that. So obviously he was a quack to me. Um, <laughs> but he explained like all of these things about like, you know, gluten and all these things that, you know, can cause inflammation and inflammation's the cause of most diseases. And he had arthritis and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, guess I'm giving this whack job a try, you know? Right. Um, so I, I, you know, I read a bunch of stuff he had and, um, I started following his diet for the most part. There are certain things that I thought didn't really affect me. Um, and you know, and not everything's an exact science. Right. Um, especially when it comes to that. But I did find that like cutting out the gluten, like cutting back on my bread, um, not having like a sandwich every single day for lunch, um, was really good for me. Um, cut down on my inflammation a lot, um, cutting out heavy starches, um, basically kind of going keto before keto was cool. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I did find that I didn't have any issues with dairy, which his diet cuts out. Um, so I did a lot of that and I found that I didn't, I not necessarily didn't need the medicine, but I was feeling much better with that so i started cutting back on um the prednisone so i went on websites and and then i talked to the doctor and was like i want to cut this out and yeah. he's like all right well we're gonna wean you off because if you go completely off they could shut down your like your kidneys or something like that um and i figured i needed those so you definitely need those yeah so i was like all right let me let, no, me, let me keep this. my kidneys yeah so let me uh wean off i guess whatever um so I started weaning off the prednisone and the proxen at the same time. Um, but while I was off that, I actually had forgotten to take my methotrexate for a week. Oh. And then after another week, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to just try not to take this. So basically, that drug just suppresses your immune system to the point that you just feel like shit all the time um so i decided i'm gonna just cut it out because the first week that i took i was off of it i was like wow i feel really good yeah i mean i don't know if it's the placebo effect or it right. was all in my mind but i was like i don't want to go back on that when you say feel good, what does that mean at that point? So when you take methotrexate, I think I was taking it's like seven pills either a week or oh. a day. I don't remember. It's a big difference. Yeah. Well, I don't remember how the, the – I don't remember if you take it every single day or if you take uh, it once a week. Gotcha. Interesting. Because I remember feeling really good the moment I didn't take it. Yeah. So I, I don't remember, but it doesn't matter. Um, I just was like, ah, I don't want to take this anymore. Mm -hmm. So I, I just started feeling good where I I had an appetite and like I didn't feel like I needed to take a nap in the middle of the day. So I was like, all right, I am... Alive. I am going to do this. Okay. I am... I'm, I'm on this diet. Well, I wouldn't really say I'm on a diet because I've 
I'm just cutting, I'm consciously cutting these things out mm-hmm. as much as I can. Yeah. Obviously, if someone comes to me and is like, hey, we're having burgers at a cookout, I'm not going to say, oh, can you put mine on a lettuce wrap? Um, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But at the same time, that second burger I might eat with a knife and fork. Right. Okay. Um, and, and also, if I make it for myself, I might just eat it with a knife and fork. I might just leave that stuff out. And and those are the kind of decisions I made. And, and I, I thought it worked really well for me. Um, and now whether that was the arthritis at the same exact time was going into remission or this diet really helped, I don't care. I continue to believe that the diet helped, so that's what I want to believe. Um, so whenever someone says, hey, how'd you do it? This is what I tell them. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I cut out all those medications. I did not tell my doctor that I stopped taking. I was going to so ask that. I had probably four months of this methotrexate um, piled up. And I was just like, oh, God. Um, how, you know, it's like, how, is he going to notice? Like, like, is he going to test my blood for this stuff? And like, <laughs> be like, you're not taking this. Like, all right, well. Um, but, uh, and then at that time, the, the insurance I was on was actually a, uh, like a, a government funded one marketplace or something. It was, a it was for the city I lived in, in Michigan. Uh, they had their own. It's basically for anyone who made under a certain amount. Well, at this exact same time, which actually was perfect timing. Um, they had changed their requirements and now I had made too much money. Oh. So now I do not have insurance. Um, Which is a good thing. Well, it's not a good thing because no one should not have insurance, right? Or be without medical care. Um, I mean, we can have a completely another podcast about why we shouldn't have to have health insurance and just right, be able to afford to go to the doctor. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> thanks, Obama. No, show me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we can have a separate conversation on that, but at the same time, it was good because I could, I could basically, I didn't have to tell the doctor I was not going to do this anymore. Right. Okay. I could just basically be like, yeah, I'm sorry. I can't come to you anymore. I don't have insurance. Got it. I can't afford. And then, <laughs> Um, he's a really nice guy. Uh, he actually had given me uh, like steroid shots um, on his own dime. Oh wow! Um, in my toes, like when I when it was re- at the height of the pain, mm-hmm. um, he was giving me steroid shots, and it was a great, great guy. Um, but uh, yeah, I just I stopped going and and basically kind of refused to go to a doctor after that for a very long time. Um, and, and by a very long time, I mean a very long time. Like years? Yeah, years. Uh, met my wife. We got married. Um, right before we moved to Austin, actually, her father had a heart attack. Oh, wow. And obviously that was like, whoo, that's a, that's an eye opener, right? I should yeah. probably go to the doctor. Like, for anyone listening and not watching, I am old. Um, 
You're like not even 40. <laughs> I'm not 40, but um, I look old. So my my clock is ticking, right? Um, so I was like, well, I am not going to live forever. I probably should uh, go to the doctor once in a while. Um, like you haven't been going at all? Like no, for anything? No. Nothing. You were like, I don't like doctors anymore. I'm scared. Nope. I don't want to go. They're they're worthless, right? Ah. Um, yeah. Um, so started obviously going back. Um, did a checkup. Um, I actually got bit by a dog in a dog park. Uh, so oh I had to go gosh. get a rabies shot. Something or not? It wasn't a rabies shot. The lady said basically you have uh, you have less than a, you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning twice than getting bit by a dog with rabies. Now, uh, raccoon, she said, if you got bit by a raccoon, you probably should get this rabies shot. But she said, even if my own kids got bit by a dog, I would not give them the rabies shot. So anyway, okay. I, got, I, I get a tetanus shot to take care of this dog bite I got. But uh, I just started going to the doctor after that. All right. So now fast forward. I'm now willing to go to a doctor. Um, we are at Bear Creek, and I am doing the interview. Um, I've had a few drinks because I was off that day, right? And it's yeah. 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And this is like you're I, at the Airbnb. Right. I'm at okay, the Airbnb okay. sitting right. by the pool, right? Right. All right. So I don't know what you do when you're sitting at the <laughs> pool not working, right? Even when you are working. Um, I drink. You know, like I have a few drinks. Um and so obviously I had a few drinks. And so I'm talking to this doctor who's about to perform like this life changing surgery on me. And I am, I, I probably shouldn't drive. I could tell you that. Like I, it's like, whoa, I am, I am chatty Cathy right now. Um, so I was a little drunk, but anyway, I have this interview went great. She was, you know, super friendly, explained the entire process. Um, you know, we, we decide on what foot was going to be operated on and I just threw out the opportunity. Like, I was like, Hey, what about if I got both of them done? Pause for the drink. No. Yeah. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Bravo. Dog enters a room and starts licking my leg. <laughs> um, so so I asked the doctor, I was like, so, you know, like, what happens if I get both of them done? She was like, well, you need help to go to the bathroom. I was like, and? Like, like what else? I, I'm, I'm waiting for the negative, like, to you to talk me out of this. Because I'm just like, this sounds like I should do both, right? Like, why, why wouldn't I just do both at the same time? I would just get it all done and over with, right? And yeah. she's just like, I really don't feel comfortable with you getting both feet done unless you can guarantee that your wife is willing to help you go to the bathroom. And I was like, I do a lot for her. She owes me. She, if, I, if I needed help going to the bathroom, she's going to help me. So I was like, yeah, I want both of them done. Uh, so I tell my wife afterward, I'm like, I think she's okay with doing both. She was like, okay. I said, but I need help going to the bathroom, uh, I guess. Um, <laughs> but I really feel like I can plant and pivot off my heels because they're, they're not being operated on. It's just my toes. 
And she's like, no, I can help you go to the bathroom. It's like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Thanks, girl. Like, well, all right. So I, at the time, I weighed 230 pounds. This, this, my wife can barely pick up a 50-pound bag of salt for our, our water softener. <laughs> I don't think she's going to help me go to the bathroom, right. okay? Oh. Um, so... <clears throat> So everything's going well. Um, so we have that interview. Um, we're set to go. Um, obviously, California goes into severe lockdown. That's where the yes. Yeah, so at. the doctor is in Orange County, California. Okay. He has two offices: one in I think Laguna and one in Orange, um, or Anaheim. I don't know. There's somewhere in California. Orange County, like it's a very big county. It's right just south of LA County. It's very big. Uh, Newport, <laughs> Newport Beach, that's where she was. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so that the entire state of California goes into lockdown. Like you can't get into the state of California for, you can't fly in there. Right. Um, it's very inconvenient. And if you did, I think it was like you had to test every single day to make sure you didn't have COVID and blah, blah. And they were just like, yeah, we're shutting down production for now. Mm. I was like, oh, well, I guess. Um, and so at this time, I really got my heart set on the surgery. So I was like, well, maybe I could just contact a doctor here and just, you know, see. Um, but before that even happened, um, they call me up and I was like, Hey, um, California opened up and, um, can you come next week? Jeez. And you know, like I've, I've told people about it. I've been like, my boss has been very open about it. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get the surgery if, if they ever call me <laughs> and I'm going to be out for a couple, maybe two weeks, you know, like recovering from the surgery and, everyone seemed very supportive about it and and but i was like a week i was like and at this time i hated my job so i was like sure yeah i'll do that yeah i think I'm yeah available. whatever that'll work yeah but oh wait hold on my the lady who has to help me go to the bathroom i probably should make sure <laughs> that she wants to go right um or can go um so yeah i was like yep we can do it um allison's like and my wife was very supportive and she was just like, yeah, absolutely. Let's do this. Let's do whatever we have to do to get it done. Um, now, they have drugged their feet on everything from, you know, interviews to everything. Uh, so my thought was there's no way we're going to California next week. Okay. Because they just delayed everything. Like because of COVID, or like oh no, just because they are who they are. Uh, it's it's who they are as people. Okay. Um, no, it, I mean it's it's. I guess you know she always the producer would always joke with me, and, and I would you know like joke around about them being always slow or delayed or something like that. And she's like, "That's show business." <laughs> like, yeah, it's a loose term, but sure, yeah, okay, that okay, makes we'll sense. Yeah, we'll roll with it. Yeah. Um. Oh, I forgot. I forgot an important part. In oh. between this time, I went on another show. What? Yeah, there's no. two. There's actually two episodes of the show that I'm on. 
Um, so they decide to they pull a, you know, they what? Yeah, they pull a trump card and they're like, oh, by the way, we can just do a telemed version of this show. Where with who? Like they sold it to someone else? No, they it's on TLC. It's it's called My Feet Are Killing Me First Steps. Now I have never seen if I'm even on if they even aired me, but I heard that they released the entire thing onto like Discovery Plus or something like that because I don't think it got the best ratings because it it's a terrible show. I mean, okay. I mean it's just telemedicine, right? It's just it's just like everything's remote and right. It's like you know, it's it's. I mean, you remember what it was like when we were watching TV during like COVID. Um, no one was in the studio, right? <laughs> yeah. So you'd watch the news and it'd be like this, the weather Someone guy, the, the weather guy was in his house and it was just like, okay, you're not wearing pants and this is just bad, like bad audio, bad, you know, just like, so basically it was an entire like show. AirPods of this, in. Yeah, yeah, AirPods <laughs> in. Uh, or, or my favorite was when they would go into this studio and it would only be them in the studio it would be them and like a camera guy and audio was terrible and the lighting was bad <laughs> like you could tell that only like three people were in the entire thing and one of them was a producer and one of them was a person with a camera and the other person was just the one running around doing everything right um but yeah so they did they sent me a a full like they sent me a laptop a camera, a microphone, and all this stuff to record this episode. Like basically, it's just this long interview, kind of like what we're doing here, but with the doctor. I was just having it with the doctor, like I had never talked to her before. But you already talked to her. Oh yeah, I've talked to her like three times now. Interesting. But, but you have to pretend like you've never met her before in your life. You're like, oh my god, so good to meet you. You know, like, um. Obviously, if I get sued for this, I'm going to I don't know how much behind Dude. the scenes I'm supposed to be giving with I don't TLC, know either. Did you sign like an NDA or anything? Oh, yeah, but the, the show already aired. I was uh, mostly the NDA covered anything that was before it aired. Oh, uh, like don't talk about the show before it happens. Yeah. But also, it didn't get picked up for the fourth season, so I don't think they're going to sue me. They didn't? But, like they're not going to so. have a fourth season? I don't think so. Aww. I think that what they're doing is a doctor show. So they're going to take it's doctor... It's feet. It's about doctors. All the doctors. So if you have foot problems, if you have... Um, I think they're taking all their doctor shows, just wrapping them up into one. Like, my body's the, killing me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the doctors or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, okay, interesting. Um, because... I mean, how many people with feet problems can there possibly be to There's support a three lot, but like, doctors? Yeah. But then also, like, how many people are going to continually watch feet? Yeah, exactly. Feet are gross. Feet are yeah. gross. It was hard for me to watch that. I tried so hard. Right. And I made a mistake by, like, eating my lunch. While oh, my I was God. Watching. Rookie. Pop on. Rookie mistake. And I, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a horrible idea. And I had to, like, pause it. All right. So when I. When we get to that part, I okay. I have to tell you how how hard it was for me to watch that. So you watched it like Yeah. Every... Oh. oh god. It all right. So anyway, let's let's finish this TLC okay. part. Yes. Uh, filming this show. Right. All right. So The real show. The real show. The the first steps 
show was just nothing. It was just an interview. Okay. All right. So they say, oh, can you be here next week? I obviously say, nah, no way they're going to send me out there. I was correct. Um, three days later, I think it was two days before we were supposed to leave. Uh, they contacted me and say, hey, we got pushed out. And I am actually, when they tell me this, I am actually driving back from getting a COVID test for the show. Thinking that I need this right now. Right. To know if I go there or not. So it gets pushed out a week, which is fine. We were pretty excited about it because it was really tough. Like we were very stressed. Mm-hmm. Um, gets pushed out a week. Um, so surgery is now scheduled for July 1st, 2020. So they're going to fly us out four days before, do some recordings, have the surgery. I'll be there for 10 days after. Great. Um, day before we leave. We're at a friend's house and just, you know, we were dropping the dogs off because they were, they were going to watch them for the week. And I get an email and it says packing list. I don't know if you swear on your podcast, but Go ahead, let it out. the moment I saw that, I said, fuck, Allison's going to be pissed. <laughs> I was like, because I am, I am. All right. Guys clothes are easy, right? easy we have polos we have button-ups short sleeve long sleeve that's it yeah that's all we have yeah if i need to dress up so obviously i'm being on camera i need to i know i need to dress up i know i can't wear uh like a A t-shirt a t-shirt and short and gym shorts um i know i can't because obviously we need to dress up right so i'm like okay i have eight polos that have no logos on them and i have uh, four button ups they're they'll be fine right um but women on the other hand you have dresses blouses tanks blah 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 sweaters all this stuff like it's just too much um so obviously what they asked for allison was you know something nothing that she had <laughs> So the moment we got that, she went into full panic. Oh, yeah. Because this is like the night before? The night before. We left at 8 o'clock in the morning. No. So we needed that stuff. Obviously, I think we had one day in California that we could have done it. But um, my wife was like, absolutely not. We need to get there. We need to make sure that they have it. Yeah. also, she said, people in California don't wear my size. Um, bullshit. Um, so we immediately go to the mall. Like 30 minutes before it closes, she tries on every single thing in that store. We spend like $300 on all this stuff. That you wear once. Yeah. and that, Oh, no. She actually loved. Oh, good. Like, like she bought a dress there that she she wore on the main interview hey. and she it wears red? it all the time yeah i remember yeah so she wore it in, she wore it in vegas and got recognized no way yes yeah wow yeah they were like uh, excuse me you know and <laughs> they i think they showed a picture to her and it's like 
yeah is, is this is you is this you same dress um so yeah same dress you know like a year and a half later so it's like all right that's fine um so we get to california um uh, everything's great um check into our old people um hotel room um so the way the surgical center works um there's a surgical center uh and then there's behind it is a hotel a long stay hotel um and we call it the old people hotel i call it the old people hotel because it's actually surrounded by a retirement community interesting in laguna california so laguna not to be confused with laguna beach is a little bit more inland but nice place um i always love california so it doesn't like anybody who complains about california i love it i think it's i think it's awesome any place that is 70 all year round yeah sign me up yeah um yes i understand it's expensive but it's 70 all year round right um anyway um so we get to california uh first day I think we show up there at like three o'clock in the afternoon. So we don't do anything the whole day. Um, my wife's boss works in or lives in California. So we go visit her oh, nice. and um, a couple of coworkers she had, um, you know, had a good time. Um, but then we start filming. <clears throat> so the first stage is a, like basically a reenactment of our life. Um, and you probably saw it on the show where I'm walking down the stairs, right? That's not my house. Um, <laughs> it's, it's actually kind of funny because, um, so it's, it's a, anybody who's never seen it, it's a two-story house. And I walk down the stairs like I've, I'm dying um, of polio. Um, and on social media which my wife and I decided we're going to get drunk and comment on these things because it's fun. And one of the comments was, why the hell would they buy a two-story house? (laughs) You dumbass, that's not our house. No one on reality TV, if they're filming a a show where there's cameras everywhere, that's not their house. I never thought about that. Yeah, so it's not their house. Like, yes, if they're living in their house, then that's their house. But if if they're just filming one scene, the chances of flying a crew out to that never thought about location that. and filming your one scene are slim to none, right? Never thought about that. That's so, crazy. Yes, like my 600 pound life they they follow these people for months right in the same exact house because those people aren't traveling right um hoarders obviously they're going to their house but any show that they film one one part in their house that's not their house um there's no way that they brought a camera crew all the way out there unless they live in california wherever the show is being filmed or produced yes then it's possible but Austin, Texas isn't really like a you know, TV show hub of right. we don't have CBS down the road or anything like that. Um, so yeah, that was not our house. Um, so we filmed that. Um, I make this 
awesome omelet that they cut out 90% of my scene of, which I was furious. So, wait, you make this amazing so, omelet. And so, you're like, two days before, be they were like, oh, so we're going to have a breakfast scene. Is there something you guys like for breakfast or <laughs> that we can make you? And I was like, oh, you're going to make, oh, okay. Um, so I really like Mediterranean Greek omelets. And so we both do. And then olive, spinach, uh, feta, that kind of thing in an omelet form. And I was like, okay, yeah, get the stuff to make that. And so I sent him a list of stuff to get. Oh, my gosh. And they're like, okay, yeah, we'll totally make you that. And then we get to that scene and they're like, okay, now pretend like you're cooking it. I was like, okay, do you want me to just cook it? Because like, I feel like that'd be a big waste of time. If, <laughs> like I pretend to cook it and then you just come over here and cook this. They're like, yeah, yeah, just, that's fine. Um, so obviously every step was like, okay, can you do that again? Um, can you come grab all the ingredients, put them back in the fridge, grab them again. And then, you know, turn around and like, look exhausted, you know, like, you know, things like that. Wow. It was just, so that omelet, by the time I was not hungry when we, we started doing the scene, but by the time I finished that omelet, I was starving. Yeah. Um, so did you only but, actually make it once or did you have to like oh, keep I, throwing I, eggs Yeah. In? So I made it once, but what, what upset me is, so I used to do omelets at the restaurant I Oh yeah. Okay. okay, so I know how to flip them, and so I was really excited. I was like, I hope I I don't hope I don't screw this up. But if not, you know, they can just cut it. I flip it perfectly, lands there, and I was like, yes. And then I wait a little bit, and I was like, did you get it? Did you get it? And he was like, yes, I got it. That was awesome. I was like, yes. I hope they show that. You know, just like one chance i have being cool on tv i was like oh yes or in just life in general it's like yes i finally get to be cool or just do something cool right um they fucking cut that scene they didn't show they didn't it show they didn't it. show me doing anything in the kitchen other than like like stomping around and like grabbing ingredients out of the fridge um so I make this Greek omelet, and then we sit down for a fake conversation about my feet. <laughs> I remember that part. Y'all did so, good, though. Oh, yeah. All right. I so, thought it was your house. I was like, wow, they have a really nice house. So for anyone who's ever had a medical problem or something that's not life's, life's like, you know, life or death. Yeah, life or death kind of scenario. You don't talk about it. Because you don't, like, it's just part of your life, right? Yeah. Like, my wife has uh, Hashimoto's, which is, like, a autoimmune disease uh, for, yeah, it's for, uh, like, her thyroid is basically as slow as possible, right? That's so, it's horrible. the disease that is caused from that. We do not sit around and have full conversations about it. We do not yeah. sit around and say, oh. You know, this this meal would be better if it's twice the size and your, you know, your your metabolism was normal, right? Um, you know, like, or, you know, like my wife doesn't go, oh, you know what would be great is if your feet were normal and we could go on longer walks. Right. Like, those conversations just don't exist. I'm like, trying I, to remember, like, what you guys actually said. 
But I do remember you guys were like talking about your feet. Yeah. So it was, you know, basically, you know, hey, I I talked to Dr. Evan. He and she thinks she can help my feet. Oh, and, yeah, there you go. And which is great. You know, and which is probably a conversation we had. Um, but also, again, my wife was fully a part of this the entire time. Right. So it's not like I just dropped it on her. Like, hey, by the way, we're going on TV. Um, Dr. Ebony says she can fix my feet. It looked realistic watching Thank it. Thank you. You know, like I really was like, this is a conversation they had and we're watching it. But there are cameras there. But a lot of people don't think about that. They're just yeah. like watching a show. Well, like it's you know, it's the movie magic, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like you're you're lost in the story. Yeah. Which I'm. They did a great job. I was making, lost in the story. Uh, yeah. And, but it was like I know th- I know them. Yeah. So it was different. Uh, I think that it definitely made it different, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So we we film that, and then we do a very long interview. That's where the uh, the horrible mug shot. Um, You'll have to bring that up someday. Um, yeah. So the horrible mugshot of the TLC. <laughs> I hated that interview um, for multiple wow. reasons. Um, well, one, it's hard. It's hard to talk about yourself. You know, like and like people are like how many people are watching or filming and watching? And- you have the producer who's talking to you. Okay. You have the two assistant producers. Uh, there's also an executive producer who is usually in the ear talking to someone. So there's something in your ear? Uh, in no, their no, ear? In talking, yeah, talking okay. to the producer. Um, two camera guys, one who does a still shot and one who does the shots that, you know, like, oh, let's look at his feet. <laughs> um, and then a sound guy and a makeup and hair person. Man. Yeah, there's a lot of people there. Um, and this is... A lot of the interview and story was something I just never had the conversation with my wife. Yeah. I just, like, it was part of my life so much that, like, it was sort of like, sort of like an ex, right? Like, it's part of your life, but at the same time, it's done and over with. I don't really care about it, right? So I don't go into the detail of, like, how I felt or how much pain I was in, like, it was over like yes the forever remembrance of my feet being screwed up was you could see that Mm -hmm. like the scars were there um but i was i didn't want to relive the pain so i didn't want to talk about it Mm -hmm. so we never had these conversations okay so that's one of the reasons why i hated it because it's like shit it's like one of those things you remember um like let's say your friends are like Hey Trina, you you want to come? Uh, you want to come to dinner on Friday? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Friday rolls around, and all of a sudden they're like, hey, you ready for dinner? And you forgot to tell Madison. <laughs> you know, like it was one of those things, and you're like, shit. Oh yeah, yep. This is gonna be awkward. Um, but yeah, so no, I hated that interview because it was almost like, oh, there's gonna be a lot of things said that you know Allison's never heard before. Mm-hmm. Um, so. We went into that interview, very long process, um, a lot of crying. Um, both sides, both you and her. Yeah, absolutely. I um, you know, a lot of questions were asked, but at the end, it was it was great. We got free lunch, <laughs> then we went home. Um, and then the next day was a surgery. Um, uh, so 
I automatically assumed when you got a a surgery that was like you know putting you in a wheelchair like I had to be in a wheelchair right, right? no weight on my feet yeah that the doctor would supply a wheelchair right first thought in my head yeah no they're like you can go get one I'm sorry yeah so I called them I was like hey so I'm gonna be in a wheelchair um do I like just pick that up beforehand make sure you know like it's good <laughs> or right? yeah well, like where do I get that or do you guys just have like have them on stock and they were like oh yeah we don't supply them oh okay like when were you gonna tell what? me this um and that's this is the day of by the way um so my surgery is at like three yeah three o'clock um and this is like eight o'clock in the morning and I was like, okay, um, that's something I wish I would have asked a little bit sooner, or yeah. maybe you would have told me. Um, so apparently you had to go buy that. Um, and also I'm thinking, how much do you think wheelchairs cost? Uh, just ballpark. I have no idea. 150? No. 200? I have no idea. All right. So you would have been a lot closer than me because I was thinking like, oh, probably four, $400. Oh, okay. All right. So I was like, oh, shit. Um, you know, these are, I'm, I don't know how much this these cost. Like, yeah. I just spent a lot of money. Like, yes, they do fly you out there and everything, but I've spent a lot of money on, like, food and stuff. Like, I don't want to make sure that this well, is. Well, and they're paying for the surgery. You would think it would come with a damn wheelchair. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, but that's just. Maybe. You know, like, you break your leg. Um, they don't just be like, okay, well, good luck getting home. They um, give you crutches. Right, they give you crutches. I feel like they give you crutches. So, anyway, um, morning of, we had to go Uber to a um, wheelchair place. <laughs> um, find this place that is in this weird industrial strip mall. So, it has no storefront. It's just like this blank door with an address on it we walk in and it's like a full store um hundreds of wheelchairs and and amigos and of course i had to drive at least four amigos um while i was there i was like this is the one i want um <laughs> but so we actually sit in multiple wheelchairs which also strange i didn't know there was different size wheelchairs there's like I didn't either. You know, children's wheelchairs there's um old fragile people wheelchairs you know that like they don't have the big wheels they just have the small wheels so people oh. push them um and so i i asked for that but allison said no you need one with bigger wheels so you can push yourself whatever um so find this wheelchair and it was in a like the open bin and i was like oh shit and he was like, oh, these are 50% off. I was like, oh, thank God, $200. You know, like, that's what I'm thinking. Because I'm still thinking the $400. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still think that wheelchairs cost $400. I mean, there's a lot of material that goes into them, right? Right. Wheels um, and Yeah, they have big gadgets wheels. Gadgets and shit. Yeah. Brakes and yeah. feet things that you can prop your feet up on. And I was like, all right, well, how much is it? And he was like, well... 50% off so it'd be $75 holy shit I was like oh okay alright cause I was thinking I was gonna have to like spend all the money on that was on my a HSA card or something right, like that right, right. you know like 
Um, but yeah, so I buy that and we throw it in the back of a Uber. Of course, I test drove it in the parking lot up and down. Test drove it. Uh, while waiting for the Uber. But um, but yeah, uh, picked that up. Uh, so that helped me take my mind off of a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, so then you went into surgery. Um, like. Yeah, so you had to you know not eat or drink anything you know so many hours so i'm dying of thirst hungry as hell surgery they want you there at two for a surgery at three i get in at two and i was thinking it's just an hour i don't need my phone or anything um they don't bring me back until like six o'clock no no phone no phone um so i was just sitting there for you know, four hours was just, just you, just me and my thoughts, oh um, my and the constant repetitive noise of a hospital. No, no, that's a long time. Yeah. So obviously, like the constant beeps and noises, and so I, I was in my head a lot. So obviously, I psyched myself up on that. Um, but then they, they finally came back. Um, and met the anesthesiologist um my first time ever having surgery so i this was all new to me and Mm -hmm. obviously i was having a full-on panic attack um but she hooks me up we she says something to me and then all of a sudden they start wheeling me away and that's the last i remember woke up high as hell obviously um being wheeled back to my apartment or by, back to my um, hotel room. Um, okay, like how, what's the time difference here? Like six hours. So you it were in the hospital hours. and then six hours you were home in a well, it was, hotel. So the surgical center is right in front of the hotel. Oh, that's right. So that's right. they just have a surgical center. Um, and yeah, uh, they're wheeling me back at, at 12 a.m. Um, and I'm high as a kite. Haven't eaten anything all day. Oh um, my gosh. Uh, next day, anesthesia starts wearing off. Mm. Um, feet start throbbing and and basically swelling beyond belief. Mm-hmm. Um, are they like in a cast? Uh, so they are wrapped in bandages. Okay. Uh, so there's a hard plaster cast that goes underneath that supports like your foot being in one position and then they wrap it in a lot of gauze and then wrap it in basically an ace bandage um, so your foot is locked into a location but not like fully um, but obviously when they start swelling those ace bandages feel like like just full on like steel yeah um so yeah first day pretty rough um first couple days start getting used to it um and then i think i spent 10 total days in the hotel room oh wow i left like twice um i went to the pool like wheel out there and just like sit and yeah. just watch. Yeah. My wife would go like hang out at the pool and I would just come with her. Um it's California, so you know, marijuana's legal. Um 
So partaked um, in quite a bit of that. Um, so basically, I'd wake up, have a um, adult gummy, um, <laughs> eat, and then fall asleep. Uh, and then I'd wake up, and I'd have another adult gummy, and I'd fall asleep. And then I'd always wake up around, I always, always, always wake up at 3 a.m. Oh. wide awake. Oh, that's horrible. And so I'd wake up at 3 a.m. and I'd immediately turn on. We went and bought a Roku um, stick. Yeah. Just so we could watch Smart. TV. And uh, and we wanted to watch Hamilton. Hamilton was really big on Disney Plus at the time. Uh, so we needed something to watch that. Huh? So, you know, obviously we hook up all of our, our <laughs> subscriptions to it. and we So we can just watch our normal stuff instead of the terrible you know cable that cable yeah Yeah. so um i would always turn on hbo and just watch whatever movie was on Mm -hmm. um and so that that's how i spent 10 days um and then flew back oh actually we went and had a doctor's appointment uh not recorded um and then flew back that day or no the next morning uh, direct flight from LAX. Um, flying in a plane in a wheelchair is horrible. How do you, where do you sit? Oh, you got to sit in the front. Yeah, sit up front. Um, and the wheelchairs don't fit through the aisles of... Um, said, yeah. So they basically... I don't know what people who like need wheelchairs all the time. I don't know what they do. Um, but I am a... I'm a heavy person and so they can't they can't use the uh, what do you call it the the aisle one for me because I exceed the weight limit interesting um, so I have to basically fend for myself and like they wheel me as far as they can and then it's like can you pivot over no shit get, yeah so I I basically flop into the chair. <laughs> um, and they like take, they like cart the wheelchair away. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. A horrible experience. You can't go through normal security. You got to get patted down. Could you imagine if you had to pee? Oh, no. I was, I was having a full on panic attack <laughs> if I was going to. Like, so I peed like eight times waiting because I was yeah. just like, I cannot pee on this plane. I am, Did you have to pee with Allison? No, like you have no. To, so, go to the family stall or whatever. No. Uh, well, she she would totally come with me because it was easier to get in and out of the family yeah. stall. So she would let me in the family stall. But no, I didn't need any help. So I I'm very creative when it comes to <laughs> certain things, and, <laughs> and uh, apparently I am very creative when it comes to peeing uh, while in a wheelchair because I can I still could put weight on my heels. But basically what I'd do is I'd scooch to the edge and then I would just go off the side. But obviously with a penis it's much easier, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, so I would do that. Um and then uh yeah, flew back to Austin. Finally, you know, saw our dogs and everything. I was just so happy to be home. But it starts to settle in that you have a long ways to go. Yeah. Because at minimum, it's six weeks in the wheelchair because you have to wait six weeks to get the pins out 
so after a while you could probably stand on your feet but the problem is that if you break a pin you have to have surgery again mm-hmm. to have that pin removed and your doctor was adamant about not standing yes. on your feet i remember exactly. that um yeah so it's definitely um definitely a long six weeks um had a few breakdowns you know like you, you think you're independent and you think you can do oh i can do this myself mm-hmm. and then like i think i was making a taco once and i i learned that i could stand up and and put a lot of my weight on my heels and i was perfectly fine i could stand there problem is, is i was not very stable um so we had made we had made tacos and we had friends over and I made this taco and I was so excited about it. Um, and then I spilled it all over myself. Oh. Um, and I had a breakdown. I had a full on breakdown. Yeah. Um, you know, because, you know, another thing is that Allison's been taking care of me for mm-hmm. multiple weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, and not like she's been making most of my food. And prior to this surgery, I make all the food. So, so for the for her this was like completely different mm-hmm. um i i'm the cook and i i do a lot of the cleaning um it's just that's just how i prefer it um and so you know for six weeks she was the person you know she cooked most 90 percent of the meals um she did all the cleaning and no, I understand it was hard on her, but and then, you know we'd have friends over, and not necessarily she'd forget about me, but like also like people would be enjoying like chips and salsa, and I I can't get up and go get it right, mm-hmm. like so I'd just be sitting there like staring at it. Like, <laughs> I want some. Um, but not not necessarily saying that like she was ignoring me, but at the same time it was like it's things you don't think about, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't think about someone who can't get up and do this so i have this i have multiple breakdowns but that's one of my my biggest ones um because it just is a long daunting process of you're not walking and it's not like it's like you know you had a life-changing event and you're never going to walk again or you have to earn walking back or you have to go through all this physical therapy to walk again no it was just I could walk, I could move my legs, but I could not bear weight on my feet. Mm-hmm. And so that, I think that was more frustrating than anything. Um, so yeah, uh, that part sucked. Uh, <laughs> very long time. Um, I think at week seven, I finally get the okay to, oh, actually, let's, we have to do the stitches first, which was painful as hell. Did you get to do that in Austin? Yes. Okay. So I go to a normal doctor. They remove the stitches. Um, now, he said his record for stitches in one area was 20. My count was, we counted up to 54. Holy. On my toes. And... I found four more after. So we were almost 60. So yeah. we're pretty close to 60. Um, 
because at this time like the stitches need to come out but at the same time the swelling is almost over the stitches so you know there's just times that the feet would get really swollen and they would actually go over the stitch so he could barely Damn. see some of them so it was pretty tough um so that was a very long 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 time um but anyway fast forward get the pins out uh super excited also uh, in austin yep also okay. in austin um yep do that get the pins out um i walk for one week on these they're called surgical shoes they're like walking boots but they're instead of keeping your ankle from moving they keep your feet from moving so they're just flat shoes they look like flat dad sandals okay thick like uh so they have like the like birkenstock straps on the top and, and around the ankle um so anyway i wear those for a week and then i go to physical therapy for six months um and then it's March of March of 2021 um, go back for the final filming um, back in California yeah okay and so this is the the, <laughs> the very next time I saw that doctor um, so yeah the the level of treatment um, was great for surgery just not aftercare um, was it because you were so far away or just I think it's because they're doing a lot of things and yeah. I don't think they really view you as your their actual patient yeah um, because like I do live in a different state mm-hmm. um, so it's not like they can just call me and be like hey we got an appointment next week if you want to come in we can Right. get those stitches out Did you talk to her at all very very little okay. um there was uh i had an infection in one of my foot or one of my stitches uh, started getting infected um like so she'd call me in for prescriptions and stuff like that um but yeah uh great experience um but uh definitely not definitely long um and definitely expected more aftercare yeah but then again i don't know what i was expecting right mm-hmm. so it's been so long since i've i've been to doctors that like i don't know what aftercare really is like maybe that's how they do all surgeries um yeah so so i mean then obviously the episode airs um i didn't know about it my aunt actually texted me um the next morning and said oh my god your episode aired last night and you know you guys looked great you did a great job and i was like okay well apparently uh we were on tv last night allison Um, well you guys did do great allison did a really good job she was really like like emotional like i felt for her like i could feel her pain you know like for you like she just like really wanted you to feel better yeah she, she was she portrayed that she really was really well. nervous they were just gonna cut her out oh there was one time a joke that she, that she they were gonna just find a fill-in for <laughs> like my wife like oh this is allison um 
Because she she just felt like she just didn't do a good job. Like she yeah, was always she did too great. nervous. Yeah. Oh yeah, like she. And she's great at pretty much everything she does. So I don't know why she gets so nervous on that, but it was it was pretty funny. Um, you know, sometimes you know she, she was just like, I think they're just gonna cut me out completely. <laughs> like, they're not gonna do that, but. It would be funny. Yeah, I thought it'd been hilarious if they did it. No, that would have been great. People would have been like, "Oh, you guys did wait." Was that Allison? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would have been. I thought. I think that would have been the best part of the story if that was. Yeah. If that no, was that the case. Really funny. Um, yeah, that's that's the story, man. Like you were on TLC. Yeah. And now, so where was it that you were guys were commenting? Like, was it like TikTok or something? Oh yeah, we did TikTok. I, I mean, we we are, we are like five hours into drinking. Um, we went out to <laughs> dinner. We we had margaritas and things like that. And we come home and and we're drinking in the backyard. And then someone sends Allison a screenshot of like Facebook. No, I think it was TikTok. She, someone sent her a screenshot of TikTok, and how many comments were on it. So we're like, "Oh, this is gonna be fun." Um, so let's let's go to all of these because this is gonna be a blast. Um, yeah, TikTok was the best because they had the best uh, comedy. Um, so I obviously made a lot of jokes about my feet, and some people thought it was. Uh, you know, I was being too negative and like things like that. But that's just that's just how I dealt with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd make jokes about it. Um, I didn't want people making jokes about them, but at the same time, I was okay making the joke. Yeah, as long as it's coming from you. Right. Um, you know, like I, I did have a a couple issues with some friends that thought it was okay to make fun. Um, you know, like once in a while is fine, right? But when they do it too often, it was just like, okay, yeah, funny. Like, um, like, cause you don't, I never discussed that, you know, how much pain I was in with them either. Like, right. Like nobody actually knew. No one knew. I mean, why would I tell them like, what's that going to do? Yeah. For, to me, it was just wasn't worth it. it. Wasn't worth having that conversation. I didn't want pity. Um, yeah, I don't remember my point, but, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, like, what was like TLC sharing like clips of the show or like what were you? Oh yeah, so they'd have like commercials, um, oh. and I was the, I was one of the commercials. Um, you know, I was Frankenfoot, right? Uh, so they were showing like clips of it, and it was just my clip. And you know, some the com- you know the comments were usually pretty supportive, but some of them were funny. Like some of them were just funny. Um, like one guy wrote. Um, it looks like his feet are throwing up gang signs. <laughs> and I lost it. I laughed for days after that. That's I good. just thought that was the funniest comment yeah. I had ever written. So I commented back. And I said, that was the funniest comment I had ever read on my feet. Yeah. I thought they was, you know, and they, you could tell that you know like a comment like that sometimes is is perceived as like oh that person's just being rude no mm-hmm. i think the person just is trying to make someone laugh right yeah. um 
And, you know, the guy responded back. was like, hey, I don't mean any offense by it. I was like, I didn't take any offense by it. Yeah. And, like, honestly, what I wanted to write was, like, you are some fucking rando in the middle of nowhere. Like, I don't care about you. Yeah. So any comment you say isn't going to affect me. Yeah. Um, but the fact that he had that comment, oh, man, I... I lost it, and I thought it was the funniest thing I ever heard. Uh, another comment was, uh, uh, someone get his foot a pen. It looks like he's trying to write something. <laughs> also funny. Uh, so I ranked them. I, I started ranking them. And the, then Allison was also like commenting. You know, some people were also just negative for no reason, right? Right. They're, they're negative like, oh, you know, like, oh, why would they get a second story house? Like, okay, first of all. Right. What is it your business? How do you know that that like house isn't like the only thing we can afford or right? Like everyone just automatically assumes that you know they're in the same situation. Right. You know everyone's in the same situation, like mm-hmm. same physical, like fiscal or you know physical. Um, you know, like one guy was like, "Why is he wearing New Balances? He should be wearing some Brooks." Like, okay, well, first of all. <laughs> The podiatrist I saw suggested these shoes. Second of all, fuck off. Brooks are like the Brooks are the Brooks he suggested me wearing were like a hundred and seventy five dollars shoes. And they're probably like for runners. Right. Well, it's fine that they're for runners because like the shoes I was wearing was technically for runners, okay. but they were they're cheap. They had a lot of cushion. They bro they breathed, and they also didn't restrict on the side, so I could wear a wide. And if my feet swelled throughout the day, they stayed cool because they weren't—they weren't a thick material, okay. um, and they also stretched. Um, but I had like eight pairs of these shoes, and this—like, who makes that comment? It's like, right. oh yeah, you should be wearing these. Like, okay, like you Doctor Scholl, exact like surgery, who, you yeah. know exactly what my feet are going. Right, through. like you know, yeah, you know best. Like, right. Sorry, we didn't contact you. Um, it's just stupid things like that. I didn't, I didn't respond to any of those, but like, you know, there's people who like, oh my God, what happened? Like, how did this happen? Or is this rheumatoid arthritis? Or... Watch the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. And I would just comment like, yes, that was. And like, oh, why yeah. didn't, you know, why didn't it get done quicker? And I would, I would explain like fear, like, yeah, fear. I mean, you get fear. Like you let something happen for so long. You, you just learn to live with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it becomes, it's not just, it's not just living with it. It's like, you, what if I get all of this done and it's, it's no better? Right. How is it, by the way? That's, it's great. It actually turned out much better than I expected it. Um, I like, so just to rewind, like before the surgery, um, walking was fine. Like I, I could, I could, I could walk. Um, but I walked a little duck le- duck foot foot. I push off my side of my foot, okay. um, because uh, I didn't have like my big toe was crooked, right? So I, I pushed off the side of my foot, and that affected my knee a little bit um, from time to time. Um, but when they straightened that out, that that part of the pain was stopped. Um, and there are certain parts of the pain that will never go away. Um, 
you know, like I'm missing most of the padding on the ball of my foot. So like I don't, I can't stand for long periods of time. Okay. So like standing is just the worst. Um, Interesting. And also, I don't know if this is anything to do with the surgery, but my feet get hot real fast. Like, like I need to figure out a way to stop circulation so that my feet can just yeah. cool down a little so like bit. Like when you're at work in the office, are, do you take your shoes off? Yeah, absolutely. Did you? You probably always have. Or, no. No? I would never let people see them. But now you take your yeah. Obviously, you still have your socks on. You sleep yeah. with your socks now? No, I don't. I no socks. No socks while you sleep. But yeah. most of the time, they're on. No. Oh, I thought you said you wear socks all the time. Then. No, I, I wear shoes all the time. Oh. So I wear... I don't ever go barefoot. Like you're at home. It's 9 o'clock. You're still up. Are your shoes on? No, I, I'm wearing sandals. I wear now what I call house shoes. Like cushiony... So. Yeah, like oh, okay. cushiony, um, like slides. Okay, that makes sense. My mom does that. Yeah. So we, we used to have a conversation. Yeah, well, yeah we, we, me and your mom, we bonded. You guys hit it off. We are like, let's compare feet. Yeah, um, I remember thinking like, oh no, she's kind of intoxicated. She's talking his ear off. And then I like look over and you guys are like sharing like feet photos or something of like yep. surgery. Oh picks. yeah. Well, I, what you failed to figure out is I was also intoxicated. <laughs> right. So I was like, wow. Someone else has a problem too. <laughs> Let me show you all my feet surgery pictures. Yeah, um, <clears throat> they're epic. You guys need to watch the episode. So they actually literally show them cutting into your feet. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that was part so, of the show. So yeah, let me tell you about watching that. So first of all, um, don't eat. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. All right. So for anyone listening, don't eat beforehand. But. But also, that's on you because you watch a show about feet. You yeah. should not eat before that. I don't know why. I so do that. there's only one show that I don't, that no one should eat during, but I do, and that's um, my six hundred pound life. I will always eat during that show because it makes me feel fine. Like I'm like, oh, I can have this it's ice cream right. because I'm not doing that. You know, like um, <laughs> terrible. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I watched that episode. So the moment I found out from my aunt, I was like, "Uh oh, I need to go on some TV." And so I'm at, I'm working from home. You know, sorry, work. Um, but I immediately go and I watch this episode <laughs> while I'm on, you know, like on Clock my work in. computer. Yeah, like yeah. I'm like, all right, I need to watch this. But so the way they do it is they do one person with one doctor one person with another doctor and sometimes they had a third and i i was too impatient i wanted to just see my parts um so i fast forward through all of them but hearing yourself and seeing yourself because i always thought i had a face for radio but i i really thought i did after this episode i was like okay I need to get some like, like Bosley hair treatment or something. <laughs> you looked really um, good. Thanks, but it's just now I saw myself. I was just like, oh god, I am, I'm aging. Um, <laughs> um, so I'm watching this show, and I'm also like, is this? You know, like I would pause it every once in a while and be like, Allison, like I'd scream across the room, like, is this what I sound like? <laughs> um, 
Like, how how do you put up with this? Um, and everything was fine. And I, I got used to the way I looked and the way I sounded. And I was like, okay, I guess this is just who I am. Um, this is what other people see and not what I see, right? Right. And then the surgery. And I thought I was doing fine. And so they do the first foot. And there's a lot of, like, prying and, like, gross yeah. stuff that I was just like, oh, this is, I this makes me feel very uncomfortable. Um, But then the second toe, or the second foot, um, they do the big toe. Now, for a visual, so my, my big toe on my left, my left foot was, like, three times the size. The knuckle was about three times the size it should have been. So, during the surgery, she goes, well, that, that knuckle's too big. And then she pulls out this tool um, that looks like she's about to um, cut a hole in drywall, um, a round drill bit. And I was like, oh, God, what's she going to do with that? And then she proceeds to grind the knuckle down mm-hmm. on the, the toe and I lost it. I started dry heaving and nearly throwing up. I felt lightheaded. I was like, oh God, this is all coming back to me. And I could I could feel it in uh-huh. my feet. I could feel all of these things. I could feel the pins back in my toes. I could feel everything about it. And I was like, oh my, this is miserable. I cannot watch this anymore. So... Yeah, that was uh, watching. Yeah, watching my episode was hard. Um, Did she explain kind of like when it was done? Like I had to like. She so, one of the things she said. Uh, so <laughs> I went went back for a you know like a just you know the the originals. So the, there's the follow up that was off camera. Right. And I had it then, and she was like, you know, that was a that was longer than expected, and there was some. Uh, there's a lot of damage done to your feet or a lot of work done, you know, so you're going to feel some pain. Well, when I went up for my follow-up, she was like, you know, your surgery was one of the longest and you're probably not going to be able to watch your surgery. I was like, yep, I think you're right. And after seeing it, I was like, she sure was right. Wow. It's bad. Yeah. So, it, it, I mean, it's definitely... It was definitely hard. Like, if I if that was someone else's foot, I would probably still have a hard time watching it. Oh, I'm sure. Like the way she was prying things, like just jerking. Uh, but coming from my point of view, it was even harder because I remember what it, they were like. So yeah. I know where she's taking that toe and where she's trying to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also obviously know where they are now so it was like okay yeah this is uh this is uncomfortable to watch yeah it was also the, the tools that she used were not what i was expecting <laughs> it basically looked like she was removing um you know like the edging from your yeah your side she like she had little crowbars and like no she had like a lot a of chisel. tools yeah and yeah. it was like Okay, um, that's not what I was expecting. I was expecting like 
I don't know. Actually, I don't know what I was expecting. Have you ever seen anyone who's broken their wrist or something? No, I don't okay, think so. Okay, so when they take you to the emergency room or they need to reset your wrist, um, they use this thing. Um, basically, what it does is it puts all of your fingers in a slip. And so it takes all the pressure off the wrist okay. and the fingers. So it's just pulling everything up. And so things naturally set in place, right? Okay. Uh, so if they make one little adjustment, it'll pop back into place, and then they can cast it or you know, set Interesting. it. Interesting. Okay. So for some reason, I was just thinking that that's what they were going to do. Right. <laughs> like, take the toes. Like, take all the toes, prop me up, <laughs> hook them all up. <laughs> and then, you know, like, obviously I expected, like, an immature doctor, like, they were just going to do like a Freddy got fingered thing. It was like, yeah, no. Dad, you want some sausage? Um, they didn't do that. No, they did not. Um, but yeah, that's what, mostly what I was expecting is like basically they would just pull them out, straighten them, and then put the pin in. Um, yeah. I also didn't expect the pin to be like basically hammered in. Yeah, I forgot about so, that part. So yeah. they, they drill the hole and then they take it and they just hammer it all the way in and and the entire time I'm just going like just it was just really hard to watch and like my toes started hurting and I was just like okay I don't know who could watch this show like you know I I I think the show because I I was on it and I got the surgery and um, it it kind of pushed me over the edge to get the surgery I, I appreciate that part but for entertainment value, I just cannot imagine sitting around watching other people get or surgery. you know or being like, oh, season three is coming out. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, thank God, new episodes. I cannot wait to see someone else. Yeah, get I some feel like bunion surgery. I feel like it's got to be someone that knows someone that has a foot problem, or like them themselves have a foot problem, and they're like, oh, well, I want to watch the show, see what they do. Maybe I mean I don't know. Maybe I would watch it because my mom, mm-hmm. and now because of you, I'm like yeah. I got to see. Yeah, but like. I kind of started fast forwarding other people, but then that other guy in the episode, I was like, I kind of got to see what the, the guy the who peed guy on that, his feet. Yeah, the guy that peed on his feet. Okay, I kind of got to see what that's about. So I have a beef with TLC on that. <laughs> you call the show Frankenfoot, which was my friend Jordan Elliott's, you know, trademark. Like that's what he called it, just randomly, and we just ran with it ever since. Okay. I had always called it that just for fun. And then they take that, name it the episode. But then in the description of the episode, it's about some asshole who pees on his feet. That's not me. Right. So, you put my, thinking... so you put my picture on it with my my name, Frankenfoot, and then you put a description of, you know, some guy peeing on his feet i i'm not that weird like i i'm weird but there's that's a different kind of weird right like i'm weird like you meet me at a party and you're like that guy seems cool but like i don't want to hang out with him (laughs) that guy peed on his feet that's like you see him at a party and you're like oh shit we got to get out of here like right and he like read that like who like read like this makes your (laughs) 
feet feel better, so he yeah. peed on him or something. Oh, okay, yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah, I don't think I actually watched his surgery. Did he have surgery? Oh, no, I, don't I don't think know. he did. Uh, I think he got like a, I don't know. Watch the episode. <laughs> <laughs> and clearly, we have not. Um, <laughs> I only watched just, my part. We just watched okay, Jake's I'm, part. I'm never going to go back and watch. It just because like I will be too tempted to watch my my surgery again and i i don't think i can handle it yeah um you know things are going well feet are healed for the most part very few times do i have pain but when i watched that it was like everything all the recovery just came flooding back yeah it's like all the memories of you know being in a wheelchair um just those pins sticking out all the time and um, one time I, I jammed one of the pins no. and actually bent it. No. Um, oh, I, I nearly, I nearly died. Like I wanted, I wanted to die actually oh, at I'm the time. Oh, I'm sure. Um, and I was terrified that I broke it. Um, and you're like so far from your doctor. Yeah. Well, they, so they got me a, uh, a foot doctor. What is it called? Um, foot podiatrist. Yeah, podiatrist, right? Sure. Yeah. Here in Austin. Yes. I got one here in Austin up by um, campus. UT's campus for anyone who um, doesn't know. Um, (laughs) University of Texas. University of Tennessee is also called UT, but this is University of Texas, so Austin, Texas. All right. Anyway, (laughs) um, so near their campus, uh, up like, I think 45th or something like that. Okay. and Keaton uh, is he the guy that took your stitches out yeah no so my um, family physician um, took my stitches out okay. this guy took the pins, took out. The pins out okay. and did a lot of my uh, like I got insoles $400 insoles which wow. are ridiculous um, yeah so the, I got insoles and I got a lot of uh a lot of recommendations and he's yeah. the one who prescribed the physical therapy and stuff like that so he did a lot of the aftercare that's good great guy would highly suggest him so um i would put his name in the show notes but i never asked him if i could do that <laughs> um, so, um but yeah so he was great um i would definitely regret uh, not just you know skipping the whole thing of being on tv and um yeah just having that guy do the surgery as well you would think you would think you would do that if i were to do it all over again yeah absolutely interesting would you do both feet at the same time yes yeah so to me that wasn't like the a major issue because i don't i don't see myself doing it twice yeah um now obviously that's you know like hindsight being 2020 like i know that i survived it I didn't have anything, you know, any big issues with it. Um, it didn't affect me that much. Um, I know that. So knowing that, yeah, just totally do it. Just all get the same it time. done yeah, instead of like, with, you, you know? get one, you're miserable, then you got to do rip, another one. Yeah, rip the band aid off. Both feet hurt all the time. So it's not like I would have one good foot to stand on, right? That's true. I mean, the second surgery, yes, I'd have a, a decent foot to stand on. But I didn't have a good foot to stand on. So it was like, okay, cool. I, I get a surgery yeah. done. It's like, how That's active true. would I have been? 
Damn, that's a good point. You still have been just as miserable because yeah, like I mean, now you're putting all the weight on one foot. Well, I could have. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, one of the reasons why the feet hurt so much is, you know, my fat ass is standing on them all the time. So now you take that pain and you multiply it by two on one foot because all of your weight is on one foot. So if I was on like a crutch instead of um, a wheelchair or so did they actually say you were overweight for like the amount of feet or are you just saying that oh i mean my bmi says i'm overweight okay <laughs> um, i didn't know if they were like well if you actually lost 20 pounds it would actually be way less painful on your feet or something. oh no 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 <laughs> no no that would have been rude um <laughs> well you know they say that i think it's like nine pounds overweight or something is obese or so- something wild it's not a lot go Sorry, I'm getting to the end of my drink like, where I just keep getting like the tiny ices. Clips, like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> keep getting all the tiny ice and I hate chewing ice. Um, yeah, like my the BMI is such a archaic, yeah, like measure of of people's like what ideal is. Um, it says basically I'm 80 pounds overweight. Which I feel like I could definitely lose like thirty to forty pounds. Yeah, like it I could seems definitely extreme. I could definitely lose that amount. Yeah. Um, would I ever be able to lose that amount? Probably not. Like that's like it'd be full anorexic. Um, but they're saying like eighty pounds. And I feel like that's just really skinny. Um, it seems very small. Like, the only way I could be that skinny um, is meth. <laughs> is that what I thought you were going to say? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Total, yeah, just full-on meth. Like, you know, just, like a year? Yeah. Just, six months? I don't know. I, I, I've, never, I've never seen the date stamp on the, the meth pictures, but I feel like it's a very like quick diet. It's quick. It could be a few months, maybe. Because I feel like if you got high enough, you just wouldn't eat for days, right? Yeah. And your body just eats itself, and then you're just like, shit, look at all this weight I lost. Where'd my teeth go? Yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> no wonder. And then you, know, then you can't eat because you don't have any teeth. So then yeah. you just eat soup, and, you know, soup is not filling. But, right. <laughs> not filling, but you're not going to gain any weight. No one's ever been like, oh, you got to cut back on the soup. <laughs> Back on the soup. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, my so, gosh. Okay. So, yeah, overall, surgery was good. Yeah, surgery was good. Um, would definitely suggest it. Um, doing both feet at the same time. Um, get it over with. Yeah, get it over with, but at the same time, understand if anyone ever needed both feet done, if they wanted to do them one at a time, because it was hard. Um, and you have to buy your own wheelchair. Yeah, you have to buy your own wheelchair. Um, which I donated mine, so if anyone needs one, nice. check out the Habitat for Humanity in Austin, Texas. Um, <laughs> brand new wheelchair. has a cup holder. I put a cup holder on it. It was awesome. Great. Sorry, added accessories. Great investment. Yes. Uh, so I just kept adding bike accessories to it. That's like I really had one smart. for my phone, too. I was like, I'm tired of carrying all this stuff. You got like promo lab and then like. Right. So like I was trying to be as independent as possible. Like, like I'd it. go get my own water. I'd go get everything. I would always find that, like, if I put my, like, my drinking glass in my bag, if I had one with a straw, I would always, 
it always end up spilling okay. somehow. Yeah. Um, and then I was just like, forget it. Put it in a cup holder. So ordered that bad boy on Amazon. <laughs> Stalled it. pimped out. Yeah. I need like a picture of like a pimped out wheelchair so I can throw it on there so oh, people can see like I, flare I really wanted to get um, lights, but I never went out at night. So I was like, well, mm. <laughs> well yeah, I love you. lockdown, right? So like oh, nothing yeah. was open. Um, yeah, that's probably a good thing, right? It was a good thing. I, we went out to Everyone eat a couple times when I was in a wheelchair. Which is also that. a good timing because not a lot of people were going out to eat. So yeah. it was like. Oh, it was great. Um, so yeah, I always got the handicap, handicap accessible um, parking, but we never got a sticker. Um, so we would just always come up to the people who worked there and be like, "Listen, he's in a wheelchair." We, um, we never got a, a placard, but Can it's temporary. Can we park there? And I was like, "Yeah." Like it's so weird, he didn't get one. Well, like I can't drive, right? <laughs> so it's like. Also true. So I couldn't drive. Um, so it was like, well, what am I going to do with it? And it's and it was also, again, you know, the middle of coronavirus lockdown kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So the most we ever went anywhere was like, you know, once a week. Um, and to actually go somewhere was very rare. Um, again, we, I think we went out to eat like maybe three times tops. Um Went to one brewery. Um, yeah, it was just, I mean, it was very rare that I was ever. Yeah. Yeah. So were you on pain meds after your surgery? Uh, I was prescribed them, but I didn't take them. So you were just. No, I, I took I took some naproxen um, because I just needed help with swelling. Because um, that's where most of the pain is going to come from. Okay. The swelling. Um, like the pins don't on. hurt. They don't. That shit doesn't hurt. The pins don't hurt. The pin, you don't even notice the pins there, and wow. unless you stub that bitch on a. If you stub it, it mm. hurts like hell, because you can feel it all the way in your bone. Um, but yeah, nothing. The only thing that hurts is the inflammation. That is so the so swelling crazy. on your feet hurt the most. I mean, you're not on them, so, like, you don't feel a lot of that. But, like, the, the surgically repaired parts don't hurt. That is so weird. And I know. It's the weirdest feeling in the world. Because like, sense. I would forget that I had pins. Um, yeah. And I'd wake up, and, like, they'd snag on a blanket. Oh, yeah. Mm. Full dry heave. Um, but, yeah, I just, I've never noticed it. I just never, never noticed it. Um, pain would get bad some days, and like I would have trouble sleeping or things like that. Um, but again, I had those delicious gummies, adult gummies um, from California, which are not legal in the state of Texas. <laughs> um, Let's just put that out there. <laughs> put that out there. Um, but those helped a lot. Um, they would just, they would take, they take a lot of the. I don't know if they took a lot of the swelling down or they just took your mind off of it. Yeah, that's what I hear. It's like it which, removes the mind from... Which, if I don't know if you've ever taken any sort of drugs or alcohol when in a lot of pain, but... I don't think so. Those 
drugs don't work the same as if you were not in pain. Yeah. So basically, when you take something like that, you know, like if you weren't in pain, you'd get really high, right? And you'd laugh and you'd have a good time and you'd eat, you know, like candy or something. Um, when you're in a lot of pain and you take that sort of thing, you just feel fine. Like you're just like, wow, I feel great. You know? Wow. Like I do find this episode of Everyone Loves Raymond actually funny, but <laughs> at the same time, like I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not high. Like yeah. I'm not high. You're just high. like, I'm okay. I'm yeah, good. I'm, I'm in a good mood, and I'm, I'm not in pain. Like it's, it's nice. Um, so yeah, I took a lot of those, and I didn't take a lot of pain medicines. I just don't awesome. like a lot of pain medicine. Yeah. So well, I and just, it doesn't make you feel good. Yeah. Like, who wants to feel like shit? Or just like not feel and like also, themselves. Like, if I so I throw up from Vicodin, and I I do that with a lot of other medications too. They just upset my stomach, and um, I'm also in a wheelchair. Like, getting to the toilet is gonna be fucking hard, right? That's true. So, so it's like I want to. What is the least amount of yeah. sickness as possible? So were um, you in the wheelchair like the whole time except for bedtime? Like you don't go to the couch. You go, you stay in the wheelchair? No, I would always sit on the couch. Oh, okay. So you um, just like kind of Yeah. Uh, so off. I got really good. Um, well, I got a lot of good tricep workouts. Yeah. Um, but uh, mostly what I would do is, um, all right, so just a, visual uh i had to have a uh, uh what are those called a footrest okay um and i would basically just push myself onto it uh, turn and then lift myself up and push myself in the back of a couch okay so it worked out for me nice and then uh i yeah and for work i would just i removed my office chair and i would just sit so at you the worked desk. from you were still working working from home yeah nice well, it, well, you were all working from home then. Yes. Okay. Even if they asked us to come in the office, I wasn't going to go because um, our office was not handicap accessible. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Weird, right? What? Interesting. I never kind of thought about that. Like, it probably should be, right? So, be yeah, where I worked had, uh, has like five offices around one area in, in Austin. And uh, one of the buildings is old. It's above REI and the book people um, downtown. And it's so old that one of the sections um, was like an add-on. They, uh, it's actually, it was an add-on, but it was originally where they would use to sneak people out um, who did book signings. Okay. So that's what the area was used for. So weird. Yeah, I know it was very weird. Uh, so if people came to that store to do book signings, that's where they would hang out, and then that's where they would also leave. Okay. Yeah. Weird. But so the office space around there um, was just kind of rented out after a while because book people stopped doing a lot of book signings, book, and they also yeah. just realized they could just hire security and just <laughs> um, take them out the front door, right? Um, so yeah, but it didn't have a, it didn't have a wheelchair ramp. So when I was about to get this done, 
or when I was originally about to get this done, we had not gone into fully remote yet. Oh, yeah. And so I, I literally told them, I was like, I'm not coming into the office if I get this done. And, you know, they were like, oh, well, you, you know, you kind of have to. And I was like, I could also sue for discrimination. Like, yeah. How do I get in here, first right, of all? Right. Like, uh, like, I can't go up the stairs, right? Um, and you can't expect me to. There was like this service elevator thing. It's like where they used to, uh, um, like, if they had carts or things like that. But you had to operate it from the top, so you couldn't operate it. No. So if you were in it's it, it's not for people. It's for like stuff. Right. It's for no. stuff. So my boss just <laughs> randomly said once, no. and there she was like, "You know, well, we could just you could just use the service part." I was like, "How do I use it?" Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like I wasn't no get, that good at it. Um, but yeah, Man. it was. Uh, yeah, it was a blessing in disguise because, you know, if it wasn't for lockdown, I probably wouldn't have. I, I probably would have been a little more hesitant about being in a wheelchair. Yeah. Um. It being locked down and like you know everything was kind of shut off, it was a good excuse to be like, all right, I can stay home for two months. That's know? like the perfect, perfect timing for yeah. you guys. It all so, worked out. So it was, I mean, it was great. Um, no regrets. Okay, cool. Well, anything you want to say to the podcast on the uh, on the out here? No. Thanks for listening. Get get your feet fixed if they hurt. <laughs> get your feet fixed. Get your damn feet fixed. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining. This was, yeah. this was great. I learned a lot. You're amazing. Thank you for petting my dog. Yeah, not a problem. <laughs> and thank you guys all for tuning in. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Okay, bye.